Good afternoon, Bengals fans. This is the Back Row Bengals Sports Podcast, presented to you by the Back Row Fantasy Show. Go ahead and give them a listen. You can find them on Twitter. You can find them on podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all over the place. Uh, I am your host, Josh Miller. You can find me all over the place as well, at the Degenerate L1 on Twitter. And you can find my blogs on the collegeessentialblog.com. And you can find me on Barstool Cincinnati, the Twitter page, and the Instagram page. Let's go ahead and get right into it, Bengals fans. The over, So I put out a poll, obviously, of, of what people want to hear for today and for today's podcast. And overwhelmingly, it was about the Bengals uniforms. So basically, and uh, and I want to talk about what I think they the Bengals should do and where they should take this uni- these uniforms into, you know, what direction they ne- they need to take them into. So basically, when the Bengals fans first came out with their current iteration of their uniform, I'm not talking about the color rush, I'm talking about like the, their usual attire for, for games. So that's the black, black tops, white pants, and um, sometimes throwing an orange, sometimes all black, which I think the all black looks incredible. I don't know why the Bengals don't use it more. I think it's just an intimidation factor. Um, it's a big thing for the Cincinnati. It's almost like it's becoming a tradition, uh, especially on UC's campus. Uh, I'm seeing that a lot. The blackout for the basketball games and the football games always brings in a huge crowd. Usually it's a sellout for both games if they're doing a blackout. I know FC Cincinnati is starting to do blackouts, and they're bringing in a lot of uh, uh, attendance, you know, just hyping up those games to wear, come early, be loud, wear black. That's a classic line. Uh, and I think the Bengals would uh, benefit from doing a blackout, doing blackout games, because there's just nothing better than like when the whole stadium is dressed in one color, and the players are all dressed in black, and, and it looks like just a black hole into the stands, and especially on night games, just an incredible atmosphere. I do think they should just do that uniform combo more. All right, I got away. F- I got away from what I was trying to say. So basically, when they came out. Uh, a lot of fans are saying that there's too much going on with the uniform. And I can completely see that. There's stripes on the side. Uh, I believe there's a number numbers on the shoulder as well. Uh, there's stripes going down the pants. And uh, a lot of people are thinking that maybe there's just too much going on in the Bengals uniform. Too many stripes. Too much like look over here, look over here. So basically a lot of the new uniform design that I'm seeing is... A lot of designs that are simpler, uh, more back to when the Bengals uh, went to the Super Bowl in 88. Less stripes, but still prevalent uh, on the shoulders. And then uh, I saw one where they're coming over, like coming over the shoulders instead of on the sides. They're coming over the top, and but they're just thin lines. That one's a pretty cool one. I do think that the Bengals need an, a uniform update. Obviously, if they're reshaping the franchise, they're rebuilding. A new uniform is something, another thing that people can get excited about. Obviously, I know the NFL is just a, is the no fun league when it comes to uniforms. I don't understand that. Like, who cares? Why can't each team, like, have a different uniform? Like, what if the NFL had an Oregon where every team, where every time they play, they have a different uniform? They have 16 uniforms, and if they include the playoffs. Now, I don't want the Bengals to do that, but that would be kind of cool. It's something different to see in, uh, the NFL today. I do wish that they become less stringent on the uniform policy. I don't understand why they even have a uniform policy, but they do nonetheless. Um, it, it does limit you to 
one helmet, not including a throwback, I believe. I believe that was that's the rule. But I, I think, honestly, when thinking about what the Bengals should do this year for their uniforms, if they were to change them, I would say I, I'm going along the lines. I would I do agree that they should go simpler. They should go simpler. They should take out some of the stripes. Maybe take away the numbers on the shoulder. That would also uh, I, I think would be good. It just just less, just less, and that's okay. You don't need to be overbearing with your uniforms. I look at the Seattle Seahawks. They really, honestly, they look like a college team. I especially when they do the all the all neon green. It looks disgusting. You look like you're a college team. You can still look like an NFL team, still look slick, still look good, and, and have a new uniform uh, that that looks better than everybody else in your conference. And, and you know that that's that's awesome. Like you want to have the best uniform, you want to look the best, you want people to put on your jerseys and wear your apparel and wear your clothing. By doing that, you have to make an incredibly cool uniform. I think one of the Bengals, one of the things the Bengals could do is push for using the a white and black helmet so they would keep the black stripes but where the orange would be be white when they do the siberian tiger look i think that's a dope look i think everybody when that color rush came out was really excited for it i think it would also be really cool to have in the playoffs when you know it's freezing cold and, and you know you're playing in snow so, like, maybe, like, if we're going to, I don't know, Buffalo, or we're going to New England, and we wear the white tiger, all white, the white and black helmet, and the white and black uniforms, I think that would look at so cool. I think they would get so much props for it. That would be a great redesign. I've thought about the Bengals doing a throwback. So, now, obviously, if you go all the way back, they have those black jerseys with the white not bangle stripes, but like just stripes across the shoulders, and then there's no bangle stripes on the helmets. It just says bangles on it. I'm gonna be honest. I'm really, I really am not a huge fan of those uniforms. I would rather them do a throwback of the uh, of the '88 Super Bowl. That that was a great throw. That would be a great throwback. Obviously, it pays homage to the Bengals Super Bowl team, where they went in the, and it's still unfortunate loss, where they should have won, but that's neither here nor there. Because if you go back to when, you know, they didn't have the Bengal stripes, you're kind of taking away what made the helmet and the uniform so iconic. It really it really is iconic. A lot of people think that the Bengals helmet is the best in the league, along with me. I, I mean, it's just such a cool helmet. It just goes so well with the uniform. Now, I, so if you take that away, it's just kind of like, okay... Like, we're not really known for this. Now, I mean, I know a lot of teams do this, and it's a throwback, so you're supposed to go older, but I don't know. I, I think that keeping with the Bengals stripes and maybe going, if you're going to do a throwback, do the 88-89 Super Bowl team, which would be phenomenal. A lot of, you know, feel good. You're going to have a whole throwback day. We saw it with the Bengals 50. Like, that brings in people. That makes people feel good. It's the same way that the Ring of Honor makes people feel good. It's just paying homage, you know, some nostalgia. I understand the Bengals don't build on nostalgia, and that's not one of their top priorities. I understand that. This is something easy that you can do. I know teams that do this. And the when was the last time the Bengals did a throwback? I can't remember. I don't even know if the Bengals have ever done a throwback in my lifetime. If that's not true, please let me know. But I, I don't think the Bengals have ever done a throwback in my lifetime. 
So we, th- let's change that. Let, let's let's do a throwback to the 88-89 Super Bowl team. That would be perfect. All right, so there. that's my thing with the throwback. With the n- new helmets, I, I don't see them uh, doing you know anything with the stripes. I, I think they need to keep that overall concept. But if you're going to do a Siberian Tiger, I think you should absolutely do a white Tiger helmet. I mean, that's just a no-brainer. You really want the uniform to match, that's it. Because when they unveiled those against Miami on a Thursday night, you know, they looked really cool. They looked really clean. But there was just something off about the orange helmet with the white uniform. It just, there was something off with it. So I think that if you add the white helmet, it would just look perfect. All right, uh, one more thing on the uniforms. I do want to get to the defensive line because we're going to not only talk about uniforms, but I do want to talk about the defensive line and what it means for this season and, and what it means for next season as well. Uh, th- there was one more design that I saw that was really cool was a blackout. Now, I, I just got done talking about how much I love the blackout. So it was it was all black uniforms, so black tops, black pants, new design to it. It's the same thing where it's simple, over-the-shoulder stripes, but not like Bengal stripes, but not too overbearing, kind of what they, not what they have right now, less than what they have, simpler, cleaner. But the one problem that I have with it is with the helmet, they switch the orange and the black. So it's mainly black, and then it's orange stripes. So it's like a black body with orange stripes. I'm not a huge fan of that helmet. I think if we if that was going to be the Bengals blackout uniform, and it's either that or no blackout, I'm going for it. But I really do think they should just keep with the original orange and black helmet if they're going to do a blackout theme now if they're going to do a whiteout theme that's a different story but with the blackout theme it's still mainly it's going to be orange and black so if it's still mainly going to be orange and black that can still be your secondary color being the main part of your helmet and it would still look clean it would look sick and it doesn't change anything except for the uniform just doesn't change anything for the helmet I think that would be perfect. You don't have to get written up by the league because obviously it's no fun league. God forbid anybody have any fun in the NFL. At any rate, uh, that that's basically what my takes on the uniforms are. I, I think a redesign would be really cool. I think people would get behind it. I, I think if honestly, you don't even have to revamp the entire uniform. You really don't. You can just do minor tweaks, make it cleaner, maybe a little bit more retro, more, not retro, but make it more, uh, what's the opposite of retro? It's, uh, blah, 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 like current, uh, uh, yeah, like, yeah, current. Just make it cleaner, uh, new aged, I guess. I don't know. I'm not really finding the words right now that I want to say about them, but you get the point. Just a new, just newer, newer, something new, because this is what this Bengals team is. It's very new. Everything is new. We're basing a lot of our talent off of young, really, really young guys. I mean, our head coach is a very, very young guy. Our quarterback is a, our starting quarterback is a rookie. Our, one of our starting wide receivers is a rookie. The three guys that are supposed to revamp the linebacking room are rookies. Very young team. So I think a brand new, young, sleek uniform would be great for national attention. And I think it would be great for Bengals fans to see. I would love it. All right. So that's enough with the uniforms. Let's talk about the defensive line. 
So I've been doing a little bit more research on the defense part, defensive part of the uh, of the Bengals because you know I mean it's so offensively the the conversation nationally is so built with the offense. Sorry, there's a fly in here. It's annoying me. Um, I'm sorry. There the offense have been mostly the the talking point because obviously Joe Burrow, you got T Higgins, Joe Mixon, AJ Green. I mean there's so many storylines going on uh, the the offensive line. So I mean the Bengals defense was is is kind of getting swept away in terms of just, you know, they're not saying they're terribly horrible and they're not saying they're incredibly top 5 good. But, you know, there there's not a whole, a whole lot of people talking about it and one of the one of the parts of the defense that I think took a huge step forward and is going to be a huge part of our team is the defensive line. The defensive line for the Bengals has been okay in recent years. Uh, I mean ever since twenty fifteen mean, they had an incredible defensive line. Then after that it just started to get worse and worse and then it finally came to a head last year. But the defensive line really wasn't terrible last year. The problem was is that they got so exposed through their linebacking core and their uh, secondary that they seemed like they're terrible. Like the linebackers couldn't fill the gaps, they couldn't keep up with receivers. The cornerbacks just kept kept getting beat over and over again. I'm telling you. So now that the Bengals defensive line has a lot more help, and also not only that, personally themselves have gotten a lot better with the additions of DJ Reader. Uh, Carl Lawson going to become a bigger part of the defensive line. Now you got Khalid Kareem coming off the edge, which people are saying he's going to make he's going to make the team and he's going to make some plays. And I think he will. I think he can get some snaps if he potentially, you know, he's going to have to overperform and he's going to have to overwork in the off season. But if he does, you know, in a year like this where he could catch a lot of people off guard, he could get some significant minutes. He could definitely take the load off of Carlos Dunlap if he needs it because you know Carlos Dunlap is. Probably on the back half of his career. He's been in the league for a while. He's very good. Trust me, he's very good. But now we can get him rested. And if he can like sit out for a couple plays, get some water, you know, and Khalid Kareem can at least hold his own and hold hold them down, maybe make a few tackles, maybe make a couple plays, that would be a big, big role in the Bengals' defensive line. Now, with the Bengals' defensive line getting much better, so... Straight across the board, here's probably you, you got Carl Lawson, Geno Atkins, Sam Hubbard, DJ Reader, Carlos Dunlap. I mean, those those are those are some scary individuals. Um, I I do have one story about Sam Hubbard. So when Sam was in high school, he played lacrosse and football, and he was supposed to go to Notre Dame for lacrosse. Well, he did go to Notre Dame, I believe, for a year. Then he decommitted. And, or, and transferred to Ohio State to play football. And he played football at Ohio State, and now he's playing for the Bengals. But when he was playing lacrosse in high school, we were in the same summer program. He was he was a couple years older than me. Uh, but I saw him practice one time because my other t- my team was practicing on the other field. I walked over, and I wanted to see because everybody's talking about this Sam Hubbard kid. Oh, my God. He was just running all over the field. He, he got every ground ball. He was shooting all over the place. Incredible, just incredible player, incredible lacrosse player, incredible athlete, and obviously now he's playing in the NFL. And I am sitting here in a basement talking about him playing in the NFL. So clearly, he went on to do great things, and I'm doing better. So, yeah, okay, 
I'm not doing that much better. At any rate, so then you get DJ Reader, uh, bona fide stud, uh, been in the been in the Pro Bowl, very good. He, he's going to really reshape this defensive line to back to where it really what really should be. Geno Atkins does need to have a big year this year, a bigger year than he has. You know, he he's again he he's just he's kind of approaching the point where. He's got to be in his prime, or he's going to greatly underperform. He needs to be the pro bowler that he was. If he's not, this Bengals team is really in trouble. We need his help. We need him to be very good. We, we, we do. We need Geno Atkins to be good. We need Carl Lawson to be really good. We need him to be better than what he has. And now, he, I know he's pretty good, but he's got to be out there for a while. He's got to be able to go out there and get it done. You also got Josh Tupo, who I think is, is, is a, for his size... He is very fast, and he is a massive, massive man, great run stopper. And keeping him on the defensive line and putting him in and short down yardage and uh, maybe every once in a while a pass rush would be would be massively, you know, a massive improvement for the Bengals' defensive line. And, and having him, has he's been, be, been able to make some plays, and I like having him. And I think he complements the defensive line very well. I think all of them do. I think if they can work together, some of the stunts that they can pull, they can really do a. They can really do some damage. And one of the best things, best ways that they can do some damage is by giving the linebackers and the secondary a lot of help, and by rushing the quarterback, making him throw. You know, instead of within four seconds, within two and a half to three seconds, that's a big margin of time. If the cornerbacks and the linebackers can stay with the receivers for two and a half seconds, then the quarterback is going to have to scramble out or he's going to get sacked. Or he's going to throw the ball. And when the ball's up in the air, we do have some ball hawks on the team. I think Logan Wilson will have a couple picks this year. I think Jesse Bates will definitely have a couple picks this year. William Jackson third needs to have a better year than he did last year. It's something that's more aligned with his rookie year. But, I mean, he he can still do it. He can still do it. I'm telling you right now, the the, the Bengals defensive line is, is going to be one of their key essentials to winning ball games next year. It's going to take a lot of pressure off of the secondary and a lot of pressure off of the linebacking core. But also on top of this, now we can key up a lot of more blitz packages that are including the secondary, that are including the linebackers, more than we when we have been, especially past last year. We couldn't really blitz that hard because... We would just get beat immediately. Our linebackers would get beat immediately. Our secondary would get beat immediately. But now we can't. We can blitz. We got Von Bell, who is very good on the blitz. He's very he's a ball hawk. He's a turnover machine. I think putting him on a blitz, having him in this defensive line, they're going to get to the quarterback a lot faster, especially with an offensive line that isn't expecting it from this Bengals team. And we're going to catch a lot of teams off guard with how good our defensive line is. And we're going to win ball games because of this. So I, I think that with the additions that they made and the gelling over a year and over this offseason is going to prove greatly for the Bengals' uh, defense as a whole. So, I mean, we'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see, obviously. But the pass defense will be insurmountably better. They'll be much better. One of the, thing, one of the biggest keys that the Bengals' defense has to understand is the Bengals are going to be much better defensively the shorter they're on the field. This team with long drives, I don't know how good they are with bend, don't break kind of thing. If they can go out and stop them you know, on a three and out or maybe 
you know, four or five plays and then done. That's how they're going to win ball games. They're going to have to get stops immediately. So that means blitzing hard, creating havoc, uh, setting them back, uh, causing false starts because you're in the offense's head. That you're going to have the Bengals are going to have to do that to win games. I think they will. I think they will. But we'll see. I, I think the Bengals defense is going to be much bigger, better. And I got a hot take. I think the Bengals will be top 10 in takeaways. Not turnover margin, takeaways. Uh, I, I think with the addition of Mackenzie Alexander, I think the addition with Von Bell, and then you already got Jesse Bates, who's a ball hawk. We talked about the linebacking core already. We talked about the defensive line. I think it is. there's no doubt that the Bengals are going to be top 10 in, in takeaways. I think they're going to have Lou Anarumo is going to set them up for you know, chances to take the ball away. A lot of man coverages where the safety comes down and, and makes a play on the ball. And then there's going to be a lot of times where the Bengals are going to blitz heavy. They're going to send five, six, seven guys. They're going to send them, and they're going to hope that they get to the quarterback faster, and they are going to have to believe that they can. And I believe that they can. They're going to create a lot more turnovers. I think Sam Hubbard creates a lot of turnovers. I mean, hell, he had a touchdown against Miami a couple years ago. I think that he can get back to where he is his best, um, which is when he's once singled up one-on-one with the tackle and with the defensive line also creating havoc in front of him. If he can get one-on-one and use his speed and get past that tackle, he can get to the quarterback. He could cr- cause a lot of turnovers. I think DJ Reader can cause a lot of turnovers. The pocket is going to collapse for the opponents so much faster than we've seen over the past couple years. I'm telling you. This Bengals, this Bengals defense is going to be so much better. Now, are they going to be top 15 in total defense? Probably not. You know, maybe. Maybe. maybe probably not. Maybe. But I do think they will, they will be top 10 in turnovers. I think the Bengals are going to be set up where they can give Joe Burrow the ball on the opponent's 40-yard line. And that's exactly what Joe Burrow needs. Short fields. If Joe Burrow can get short fields, then he can really dissect the defense of the other side. He can use Joe Mixon a lot more because if it's short down yardage, Joe Mixon can break away. And we, if the Bengals' defense can get off faster, they're going to be more rested. They're going to be better in the fourth quarter, which is exactly what the Bengals need. All right, so that is all the time I had. Wow, we went 22 minutes today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, going to be back tomorrow. I'll have a new podcast out tomorrow. Don't know what I'm going to tell you talking about yet. Uh, might do some red stuff if you guys want me to do some red stuff. Obviously, I love talking about the Cincinnati Reds. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great, have a great Wednesday. Uh, and go Bengals. Who day? I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.